Hey Angels, it's Amy from the Freud's Angels podcast. And Vanessa. We're here to bring you a special series about my journey and rewriting my narrative around my body and redefining my relationship with it. And along the way, as Amy is on this journey, we will bring to you gifts that come out of it, ways that you can handle your own body journey, things that you can think about in order to reclaim your own narrative. Now let's get to it. Hey, angels, welcome back to the body reclamation series from the Freud's angels. Um, you know, we've been hit or miss like <laughs> as far as posting, there's been weeks that we didn't post. And I, to be honest, because it is such a personal journey, there's sometimes that I just need to be in what I'm experiencing with my physical self. And then I can report to you on the other end of it. Sometimes it's not I don't feel comfortable in the midst of it because I'm not sure what I'm experiencing or I'm trying to understand what it is. And so then I can't really, you know, come on here and say, this is what I'm experiencing and be like, but maybe, but maybe (laughs) it may not give a cohesive understanding. So just know that we're always here for you. And that even if we do not post for a week, there's always some really good back podcasts if you haven't listened to them. Um, and of course our normal podcast during the week is always amazing. So today I really want to talk about our connection with the physical body and, and how we react to it. And I'll lead with an example of something I'm experiencing. Um, you know, one of the things that I had have had challenges with for my whole life is like your body needs moisturizer, your body needs something. So I've always like, so our time limits are so close. Like I take a shower and just do whatever I've lived in the desert where there's no moisture. I've lived in Canada where it's freaking freezing and you need moisture on your body or your skin's going to crack. Now I'm in the Pacific Northwest where it's cold, but yet sunny, but yet cold. Um, and I've recently revitalized, like taking care of my skin as, um, something that's important to me. So when I take a shower rather than I usually, you know, had all my stuff in the bathroom and I sit, um, you know, on the, on the commode and I, and I dry myself off and then I put all my powders and whatever on and whatever, but it never included lotion because I was trying to hurry up. And so recently, as of late, I decided to get ready, like I dry off, but then I'd get ready in my bedroom. Mm -hmm. And so I'd sit on one, I have a chair in my bedroom and I'd sit there and it gives me time. And I, you know, my cat, of course, tries to hang out with me and wants to get all up in my face, but, and I've taken the time to, you know, as I, I sit there, I get dressed. I actually put lotion on my body and, you know, and actually begin to honor the skin because I'm going to ask for the skin to be, you know, to age well. And, and the, the things that happen and the swelling in my body, I don't, my legs, I have edema in my legs sometimes when I'm sitting at my office too long. So I want my skin to be able to stretch rather than crack. 
And I really was like, somebody, I read this a long time ago, but it's not hit me until recently. Like I'm hearing it like kind of almost subtle messages from my guides saying your, your skin is actually an organ of your body mm-hmm. because it absorbs its environment and it keeps you safe from your environment. But yet it's a living, breathing thing. And um, so the, it's, it, it kind of have stuck with me recently and I'm like, Oh, and I, I just decided that was kind of what I wanted to start doing because it feels good. And I smell good. Like I love, I mean, I love, I'm, I'm a lushy. I have a, I have a, uh, there's a company that makes fantastic cosmetics. It's called lush. Those of you who don't know, go find it out They're They're some of the things are vegan. They're cruelty free. They have minimalistic packaging. Everything is recycled. It's truly a wonderful company. And in 2009, my friend turned me on to this and I was like, I've been hooked ever since, but the feeling, because you smell so good, the feeling of euphoria that you get from yeah. using, cause I have shampoo that's lush and then I have conditioner and then I, you know, my, my, my body wash is the rose jam from lush. And then I, and then my, my lotion, then it's a new one. It's called pansy. Oh my God. It smells so freaking good. And I'm like, I'm like, I just sit there and just sniff myself because I love how it smells. Aromatherapy. And it's just, it's so uplifting. Love it. But, but so I, you know, and I felt good about achieving that level of connection with my physical body. But then one day as I was doing lotion, I asked myself, why don't you put lotion on your belly? Why don't you put lotion like on your boobs? Why don't you put lotion on like X, Y, and Z? And I kind of asked myself, I queried myself and I was honest. I said, because I think, because like my belly, that's where a lot of my weight is, is in my belly. So I kind of tend to reject my belly and my boobs aren't perky like they used to be. And, you know, they're very, they've, had weight, lost weight, had weight, lost weight. So they're really kind of worn out. <laughs> the skin is really challenged. Um, and so I, I think because I tend to reject how they look, I have a tendency to not put lotion on them. And I was like, well, that's, that's your, you're like, that's half your body. Like why, why wouldn't we want to treat it with as much care and tenderness as you do your arms and your hands and your legs? And I'm like, oh, (laughs) (laughs) like I, I, I felt like, all right, you're right. You're right. You're right. So I began to, you know, put lotion in these areas and I, and I experienced some sense of rejection within my being coming up within my brain, within my visceral being. And I, rather than just shoving it down and going, no, 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 we need to accept I leaned into it and I'm like, why do we reject this? Why is this rejectable? And it's part of us. And I really kind of allowed myself to lean into that feeling of, of wanting to look away or rejection of that. And I think how we reach body acceptance is by spending time in that rejection state. In that feeling that we get when we see ourselves in the mirror, when we look at who we are or we feel or come into contact with our body, 
like we're sleeping and your boob kind of, I get my boobs go to my armpits. Like, it's just <laughs> like, you know, there's vast, like, and my boobs are, oh, there you are. And, you know, you roll over and you're, it's like, oh, okay. Like you're there. So you have to adjust yourself. Like there's feelings that are arrive for us in our, in our being. And I think we need to honor them. It's not to say we need to leave them there and live by them, but we need to honor what our reactions are. So we understand where the rejection came from. Like, what is it stemming from? Mm -hmm. And so I've spent quite a bit of time in the recent past few weeks, like querying my rejection. And, And it's amazing what comes up, like everything from, well, you know, everything from, you know, my, my mother's rejection of it to, you know, my dad's like his, he likes women who are super skinny and super thin. And so he, um, you know, that, that thought process that being fat and overweight is like disgusting. Um, society telling you that I've had men reject me for it. Um, and I've, experience rejection from my peer groups, my, you know, in, in high school, in, in school, in gym class, like being overweight was never a, you know, I, it's just, it was always a thing. And it was always something that I've been bullied and ridiculed about for a very long time. Even, I mean, in, in elementary school, my nickname was Miss Piggy. Like I just, it was like, of course I reject it. Everybody's taught me that it's rejectable, that it's not worth anything. And then I kind of just was like, wow, like that's a lot. That's a lot for someone to carry. It's a lot for a body to absorb that all of that level of rejection. Yeah. Not to mention the punishment that I've been putting it through. (laughs) you know, and then to carry all that. And I'm like, I'm like, and, and, you know, and visually as I was sitting there the other day, like I, I kind of went into a meditative state and I looked at my body and I, I saw it as it is. And I thought in some way, the size of my belly indicates the size of the rejection that I've received from the world at large. Wow. Like it's absorbed it and stored it within my being. Yeah. And I was like, I'm like, okay, okay. And I, I, I will say that part of me did start to feel a little bit more compassion about my physical body because it hears, it feels like when you're, when somebody teases you or rejects you or says something about you have an emotion, you have a cellular imprint of that emotion. Mm-hmm. And that's what exists inside the body. That's what the body is hearing. Our skin, our physical body is hears how we emotionally react to a situation. Mm-hmm. And when you're teased or bullied or made to feel like you're less than, that physical pain 
is imprinted on your body. And so what happens is our body does what it does best. In order to protect you from pain, you gain weight. Mm -hmm. That's its natural remedy to pain. Because if you think about the scientific part of it, your body will think, oh, this person's in a lot of pain. I'm going to need to mend this somehow. So what does it do? It adds fuel to your body because when you were a caveman or when you were a hunter gatherer, if you were in pain, chances are you broke your leg or you broke something or something was, and and your body needed extra energy in order to heal it. Cause the body's natural ability to heal is amazing. Absolutely. But you needed more energy. So it's going to take all the things that you eat and store it to help you have enough energy to heal that pain. Okay. Now this also applies to emotional pain because your body cannot distinguish emotional pain versus physical pain. It feels the same way. It's just in different parts of your body because when you feel emotional pain, it's in the heart area. You feel your heart actually aches. Like you actually physically feel an ache in your heart. Mm -hmm. Whereas, you know, pain in other parts of the body, it's the same thing. So what your body, if you're in that chronic state of pain, whether it's emotional or physical, your body naturally wants to hold all of its calories in order to help fuel your body to heal that pain. And it changes your hormones. That's why everybody talks about cortisol, cortisol, cortisol. If you're under stress, it means that you're in danger. And so we have to protect your vital organs because that's how you survive. And yeah. Being an organ is one of them. Mm -hmm. So as I was kind of sitting in that state and having this kind of whole like realization of just everything and how it all connects and how everything happens. I was like, wow, my body really has done a magnificent job at trying to heal me. But because I haven't at the time when you're a kid, you don't know what to do to heal your emotional pain. And it just compounds, it just compounds. And, you know, and I think for me, I felt my mother's pain in utero because she's going through divorce There was all sorts of feelings and emotions that she probably felt at that time that I just absorbed through her blood. Like it was like, Oh, okay. I'll take that cocktail of emotional trauma. Womb trauma is absolutely real. And um, so something after that, I realized, okay, I understand why I feel the rejection. I understand why I feel that way. And I need to exist in that and lean into it. But I have decided to, rather than just staying in that space, I've decided to actually like physically, as I'm putting the lotion on that part of my body to physically thank it for its job. Like my belly has done exactly what it needed to do, what it was trained to do. And it's gained the weight because it needed it needed to give fuel to my body to heal the hurt, heal the emotional pain or the physical pain. So I thank it as I'm, 
you know, as I'm applying the lotion, I'm like, thank you, belly for keeping me safe. Thank you, belly for providing all of the things my body needs in order to heal itself. I'm like, thank you. Cause like, wow, what an amazing tool that we have. And so it's, it's helping build the acceptance while adding a tiny bit of reverence for the process of my physical being. And sometimes it's some days easier than others. You bet. Because there are some days I am like, I just, you know, I I'm just fed up with everything. And, and that are, those are days that just, I'm just mentally not okay, but I still do it. I still perform the act. I still come into that space of, you know, like I haven't had children, so I can't thank my breasts for feeding my children, but I can thank them for being there for having the potential of caring children and feeding children. Like I, I thank them for, for taking all the shit I've thrown at them, like the bras and the contraptions that I would wear. And, you know, as a kid, as a young teenager, or as a young adult trying to, you know, go out to the clubs and look hot. Like, I, I just, I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Like, I'm so sorry, you know, and, and just, and, and I just thanking them. And, and, and I like, and the other day, like I have to, I haven't not yet showered today, friends, that's later this afternoon. But, um, one of the things I thought I said, Oh, have you done that through your thighs yet? And I'm like, okay, okay. I get this. I get it. And funny enough, there is a book, um, heal your body from Louise Hay. It's not the symptom book, but it's an actual heal your body book. And one of the things that she should suggest is to, as you're doing this, some type of whatever that you think your individual parts of your body in order to affirm their presence in your life and affirm that they're part of you. And I was like, oh, okay, well, that makes sense. Cause that's kind of what I started doing anyways. Um, and, but I just, I don't know. It was so funny though, because after and this is TMI, but I'm going to share it because that's who I am. But after I started doing that, I had this massive clear out of my, of my intestines. Like, yeah, it was like, all of a sudden I must've been releasing a whole lot of stuff because it was like, Oh, Oh, okay. I gotta, you know, it was like ur- urgent. Like my body was like, we're getting rid of this. You heal, you're, you're working to heal it. You're bringing in, you know, you're, you're doing whatever. It was like, whatever is being held in my belly. Like it's that emotion or that energy was just clearing my whole digestive tract out, like the entire. And I was like, okay. The whole energy you told yourself, I am not in danger. I do not have to store any of this this is not a problem right now. There's no stress. There's no fear that needs to be handled right now. And your body's like, Oh, okay. Exactly. <laughs> like, I feel you. <laughs> and, you know, and, and part of the cellular memory is also our parasympathetic and sympathetic nervous systems, like cellular memories imprinted there. If we're constantly have the fight or flight on, there's definite cellular memory. It's, it's mm-hmm. the idea of being unsafe. And so in healing that, and I'm just like, okay, okay. Mm -hmm. You know, I just, 
I, I'm just like, okay, this, this is how we do it. We have to look at the thing that we reject. We have to touch it. We have to bring healing to those parts of our being. And that's, I think, where we can step into allowing ourselves to bring our entire body into the fold. Really, truly experiencing what we're feeling about it and being honest. Nothing, you can't heal from dishonesty. There's nothing that that comes. It's okay to say, I hate it. It's okay to have that feeling. We just need to find, we need to unpack it and find out why. Why? Why do you hate it? What has caused that such harsh reaction? Has, you know, where, where do your rejections lie? Where do your thought processes, how has society influenced your acceptance or non-acceptance of something? Yeah. Where, where is that? You know, because I, I really think that the more that we can see where we're influenced, the more we can mitigate that influence. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's what change is all about. You can't just change something without the, the root or it's not, it doesn't stick around. Right. You know, it, it becomes surface level and surface level is not sustainable. So having to really get into the spaces and be like, okay, yeah, I feel it. I, I get it. How did I get here? Yeah. Cause I don't want to be here any longer because I, I can look at women of size and think they're beautiful, but that doesn't mean that every now and again, my judgment doesn't show up for seeing pictures of that, especially myself. So I'm like, okay, we still have work to do about this. And because all bodies are good bodies, like all of them. And we need to realize that we're, you know, we're not going to be, we're never going to be all the same size. We're never going to look all the same. We're never going to have the same type of boobs. We're never going to have the same type of legs. None of us can achieve that type of consistency and look alike, you know, unless you're an actual twin, you know, <laughs> it's like, I, I don't think I'm ever going to look like Vanessa and Vanessa is never going to look like me. So it's impossible. Yeah. But we wouldn't judge flowers that are different. Right. We actually celebrate that they're different. Yeah. And I think it's a, it's a hard line. It's a hard line to walk between acceptance and wanting change because yeah. in order to want change, there has to be some acceptance of needing to change or wanting to change. Right. Which is, feels like an opposite feeling. Yeah. Right. Well, if I accept this body, then why do I want to change it? I clearly don't like it. Also, how can I like it and not like it at the same time? And I think that's what, you know, like one of the main struggles uh, that people have of like, well, I want to be body positive, but I also really don't want to be in this body anymore. So what do I do? <laughs> right. Because am I now going to be one of those people that shows you, you should reject your body. Right. Because it's, because look what I did. I, I clearly rejected my body and changed it due to that rejection. And like what you're outlining here is the opposite of like leaning into the rejection, but saying, I, I mean, I want to change it for other different reasons, but I don't hate this body anymore. I don't want to hate this body anymore. I want to understand this body because how I got this body has a lot of answers 
yeah. to like big things in my life that, that are going to make me feel healthier, not just in my body. It's not just going to change my body shape, but it's going to make me feel good in my heart, my soul too. And that's very important. That's what life is all about. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and it is, and oh, I struggle with it. It's one of the major things I struggle with is the idea of how could I accept my body, but yet want to go and do the other things because of whatever, like disconnecting the idea of weight loss, like exercise equals weight loss or eating healthy equals weight loss. Like how do I disconnect that shit? Right. And or that equals rejection of your body. Right. Versus nourishing your body. And, you know, and it's, and I've learned that everything is multifaceted. Like for example, exercise, whatever that is, it doesn't have to be like gym exercise, whatever you choose to do, whether you're a dancer, whether you do yoga, whether you do like, maybe you go personal training once a week, whatever it is that you decide to how to move your body. Mm-hmm. It's more about self-care because first of all, when you do have movement that is steady and it raises your endorphins you get a high from it. You have mental clarity from it. It's not just about weight loss. It's about mental clarity. It's about strength. It's about quality of life. It's about um, that sense of feeling good. At the same time, if your body never morphed and you were exercising, it's still okay. Like if my, if I started an exercise regime, and it felt good. And I felt like, oh my gosh, it feels so good. And my body never shifted. I'm okay with that mm-hmm. because it's there for different reasons. Like I'm not, I'm not doing the exercise equals weight loss equation. I've taken weight loss out of it because even if I lose weight, okay. Even if I lose weight, it doesn't mean that the, the emotional and mental talk is going to change right. Right. because that's why I always say we need to start with our how we feel about our bodies versus go to the gym get skinny eat right get skinny because i've been thin two or three times and it never fixed the issues that were there and so but now that i'm starting to come at it from an emotional standpoint from a sense of belief system standpoint i'm finding different results and different desires and different like likes and dislikes, like liking certain types of exercise versus not, you know, like I've come into that space of not pushing myself because I hate myself. I'm coming into the space of learning about what my body loves, what, cause it loves to move. Well, how do you love to move? What is it that you feel like doing today? Oh, putting on some music on YouTube and having a 20 minute dance party fantastic. Let's do that. You know, oh, you want to do some of your workout routine from your subscription? Fantastic. That's okay too. We'll some, let's build some muscle so that we can walk, you know, and, and eating healthily. Like I don't have a relationship with salad. I don't like salad, but every now and again, I crave it. So I eat salad. And it's not even the only healthy thing, right? Like you can throw four other vegetables together and call it a salad. Like you just want salad as like lettuce. (laughs) And and I'm getting to the point where I don't really like lettuce. I like spinach, but I don't like lettuce. And, and I just, so it's like, okay, so I had some broccoli. Like it just, 
what, you know, there's different ways to get your veggies. There's different ways, which are good for you, which have all the nutrients, which, you know, that their nutrient dense foods are important. Yes. Um, but it's also an understanding what your body likes and doesn't like, you know, taking the food sensitivity test. I, my highest food sensitivity, I still eat. Why? Because it's easy. It's quick. That's just, that's just how I roll. I just, I, it's hard for me to give up eggs. So, yeah, but, um, yeah. So I hope that kind of inspires you guys to take a different approach to your after shower care or care. Nonetheless, I mean, you can put lotion on your belly at any time or whatever areas that you have that challenge you. You can touch it at any time. Yeah. I mean, I think that there's, there's when you're getting dressed, you know, I think instead of like, ugh, you know, this doesn't fit, you know, like, I mean, I do it myself. Like, well, the stomach wasn't here before I had a baby and now it's a whole mess because they cut it open. And it is never going to be the same because it has been cut open and the insides were taken out. So you, but you wouldn't have a child without that. So we're not doing that today, you know, and, and, and touching it and touching my scar and feeling connected to like, I'm not going to judge it. We can do that at any time. We can give our legs a little massage and say, thank you for carrying me around when, you know, you stand up from your desk. It's like at any time we, we can choose to do that connection through touch. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Love your body. Touch your body. Yeah. <laughs> well, and you know, just get, we, re, we, we avoid it at all possible costs so much. And it feels that, and it does, it feels it. You're just re-imprinting more cellular memory and more you're, the rejection of it is creating more of a feeling of unsafety, which creates more of a need to add more weight. Reinforces it for sure. So the more that we can step into leaning into our rejection, but yet at the same time, bringing in that affirmation, that love and that acceptance doesn't mean we need to love our bodies, but when we have an affirmation, it does. The body feels loved. It feels like it can shut off for a minute. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to continue to try and I'm going to continue to work on it. And I'm going to continue to do it on all areas of my body that challenge me, which are most of them. So let us know in the comments of how you guys get on, or if you need help and maybe you need a guided meditation to help you walk through that. Happy to, happy to give you one, happy to give you one. So yeah, if you have questions, let us know. Um, but I wish you a very good body journey and thank your belly today for doing everything that it is supposed to do. Yeah. Talk to you guys next week. Take care. Much love. Thank you for joining us on Freud's angels. We are thankful for each of you opening up your heart to us to continue the healing. Connect with us on Instagram at Freud's underscore angels and on Facebook at Freud's Angels. Please subscribe to the show so that we may help you continue your journey. And remember to give us some love in the review section. If anything we've talked about today has triggered an emotional or mental crisis, please call 911 or head to the nearest emergency center. And always remember you are loved, you are worthy, and the world needs your light.